everyone, and thanks for coming. Firstly, we just want to thank Tropical Popical for being our host. Woo! Our allies, top-notch girlfriends, and treating us all to an extremely glamorous manicure. Put your paws up, everybody. Give us a look. Woo! Looking good. Beautiful. Also, the Queen of the North is here. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! This is my berry godmother, Chris <laughs> Norton. <laughs> He's here and he's going to be giving us a rousing and hopefully arousing commencement <laughs> speech. Thanks for coming, Chris. I love you. Woo Most importantly, Esther and Lavender are here. I call them sound and vision. Our producer and our designer are here. Thank you. Yay! Thank you so much. You two make us look good and somehow you managed to make us sound slightly less annoying. <laughs> and we're nothing without you and we appreciate you guys so much. We want to thank everyone who could join us today as we really are here to celebrate everyone's willingness to share a part of themselves and their HIV journey with us and our Vibe listeners. To show our gratitude and to immortalize each of you as Pause Vibe alumni, we are having our very own HIVIP graduation ceremony here tonight. <laughs> we'll be calling on each of you to come and collect your D equals D diploma <laughs> from our gorgeous host, Andrea. So don't go anywhere for a few minutes. So first up, imagine if you're Bear Grylls with a ginger poswap. Imagine how Florida as forced up as our very own resident ride, Fionn Kidney. Fionn, come and collect your D equals D diploma, please. Thank you for being our inaugural guest and starting off the season with such a huge heart and eloquence that we could only wish for. Thank you so much. Thank you, Fionn. Next up is the fierce face of fresh fish and chips, Miss Regina George. Your coming out Insta post on World AIDS Day last year was a really momentous time for our HIV positive community here in Dublin and for the fashion industry all around the world because you're simply beautiful. We are so proud to work with you on this part of your incredible journey. Thank you, Regina. Woo! He is a cuddly toy with a voice so boomy. Give it up for our Luke Toomey! Yay! Luke, you're an amazing activist and all-around amazing person. Your honesty showed us that our podcast can tackle taboo subjects that our queer community won't touch, and that we can do it in an informative, personal, and very gas way. And we are still waiting for you to unblock us all on Grindr. <laughs> Especially Veda, who calls you the apple of her eye. Aww. We love you, Luke. We're honored to be part of your story. It's true, look, you are the apple of my eye. Adam Shanley and the Empower Girlies cannot be here today as they are at the centre of a massive syphilis outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> the St. Stephen's Green Centre, to be precise. It might be something to do with our exhibition, HIVIP, which is still running due to popular demand, as is Adam Shanley's chemsex party. <laughs> Guide. <laughs> We miss you, Adam, and all the Empower Girlies, Davey, Diego, and Mark. Woo! We are both super excited about the work that we will all be doing together in the near future. <laughs> Next up is Ireland's original HIV activist, Miss Panty Bliss. From feeling scarlet lettered to becoming the Queen of Ireland, Panty has shown the POS community here and around the world that there is another way of living with HIV, and that is to live openly and freely. And not be a sneaky little bitch like me. <laughs> we love you, Panty. Thank you for being part of this. 
One of our proudest achievements this season was episode number six, Sangi Latino. When Felipe walked into our lives, designed a handbag swinging in the wind, we knew instantly that we have made a new friend. It means the world to us to see you go from strength to strength since appearing on Vibe. We had such an incredible response from Ireland's Brazilian community. Ireland is so lucky to have a community leader like you, baby. Obrigada, meu amor. Connor Anderson, my little firecracker. Whether you're leading Ireland's HIV response with ACT UP Dublin or representing the interest of 30,000 students in UCD, you still manage to keep your beautiful golden locks so lustrous and fancy. <laughs> You've had the same hairstyle since Wilson Phillips were number one with Hold On. <laughs> And that's what we love about you. When you're right, you're right, and nothing will derail you. You're the strongest man here among our tribe. You are the one who stands out by making your vulnerability your strength and by passing your strength along the line to each one of us. You blow my mind, man, and my mate. <laughs> Minds. <laughs> Come and get your diploma, my love. Love you, babe. Next up is Venezuela's answer to Johnny Depp. Our very own acting sensation, Luis Nogueira. Woo! Luis, you are a wonderful artist, a great performer, a great wit, and a beautiful dresser. Look at that top. The fact that Which someone. Top? <laughs> I actually can't see one in here. The fact that someone as cool as you would use our podcast as a way to come out about your HIV status has been one of the biggest thrills of the season for us. It has been one of our goals to see that happen one day and to see it happen so soon with people as sophisticated and sexy as you and Felipe has surpassed our wildest dreams. Thank you, Lewis. Yay! Michael O'D could not be with us today because he's far too fucking glamorous. <laughs> right now, in a university library in Maastricht, a fine piece of Paws Wap is sashaying through the rows of books in a micro kilt and a jock strap. Inspiring what I like to call Paws Wanks. <clears throat> because in your case, Michael, you equals you betcha. <laughs> You're a ride chicken, but more importantly, you're the smartest person I've ever met and the second sexiest voice on this podcast. Sorry, Robbie. <laughs> it's true. Thank you for all the very important work that you're doing to destroy stigma, improve healthcare for people living with HIV. We can't wait to see you again, baby. Take care. Give it up for Michael. And finally... It is the Irish Glamazon herself, the Grand Dame of Granard, Rebecca Tallinn de Havilland. Look at her. Look at you. Thank you so much. Thank you for gracing us with your presence on our season finale episode, which is out tomorrow. More importantly, thank you for creating the alternative Miss Ireland. All of us here benefited from the incredible legacy you left behind when you moved back to London. Oh, it's not over yet. Send there. Rebecca, you created the Alternative Miss Ireland pageant at the darkest time in your life. Just after being diagnosed with AIDS, you began that pageant, which, with the help of Panty and Niall Sweeney and Co, became one of the most important nights of the year for all the queer people here in Dublin, long after you'd left. You truly are a queen, a long-legged legend walking among us. We couldn't have asked for a better end to our season. Your story inspires hope in us. Your glamour inspires desire in us and your use of Botox and fillers inspired me to apply for a loan at the local credit union. <laughs> you are the mother, you are the goddess and I'm very proud to announce that you 
and I are going to be opening a trans boot camp here in Dublin very soon. Which is what Rebecca's been doing in the UK all this time and something that she's had great success with and I know that she will have great success here as well. So we're very privileged to do that wow. with you, it's please. It's coming home, baby. Would you like to say anything, Rebecca? Uh, just like to say it's really brilliant to be here and thank you so much for all of that. And yes, I was diagnosed with AIDS in 1987 when I was supposed to be getting my lower surgery to become the woman I am today. I was told I couldn't have it because I was given two years to live and nobody would operate on me. But in 1991, I did have my lower surgery, which is I've just celebrated my 30 year anniversary on the 4th of June. Yes. Um, yeah, and I basically have struggled with AIDS-related stuff throughout the years because of the stigma and because of what it did to me. And then I was looking at trans women in London and I was just saying I could do a lot with them because I was a hair and makeup artist and a model agent. I started a boot camp and it's gone really well. I've got Kensington Palace on my side, Chelsea Football Club. But I think it's time now to come home and work with my own people here. Aww. So hopefully I can come out of exile and come I'll home. I'll come home now. Thank you. Thank you so, so the reason we wanted to celebrate all you HIVIPs today is because the Posvi podcast has somehow created a sea change for the POS community in Ireland. By being out and proud about your status, you have all sent a signal to the community that we are no longer accepting Ireland's shame and stigma towards HIV and that we all deserve to thrive and live a shame-free life. Over the past few weeks, people have been contacting both Veda and I, telling us how much the podcast has impacted their lives. And today we wanted to share a few messages that we have received with you all. And for confidentiality reasons, we anonymized them all. The first one. Even though I have close friends living with HIV, there are some details you can never ask, such as the medications that they take or the rejection they may face. Also, I am sure talking to my partner about the, your podcast gave him the courage and, ass and assurance to tell me about his status, even though we have been hooking up for a couple of years, which I was absolutely fine with. That was all you guys. Next one. I really can't explain the enjoyment I got since I discovered your podcast. Please keep up the good work. I am positive eight years, and it's helping me to share my story with everyone I know. We also get a lot of disturbing messages like this. Hello, I hope you don't mind me messaging you, but I was wondering if you are by any chance selling those U equals U t-shirts, <laughs> or if you would know how I could pick one up. A size medium in black, please, and a white one in size large. Look forward to hearing from you soon. Kisses. <laughs> they were honestly the worst messages over Pride. Seriously though, folks, we get some messages that we really can't share with you today because they are simply fucking heartbreaking. We're too late. We're just too late for far too many people who have died of shame in one form or another. We are so humbled by the fact that some of their families and loved ones have found comfort in our podcast and what it represents. We here all know the incredible strength it takes to protect our own mental health after a HIV diagnosis. But we're all here together. We're fighting for each other and we have each other's back and that fills us all with so much hope. Someone else who's strong and who has my back and hopefully will have my front someday as well <laughs> <laughs> is my dear friend Chris Naughton is here. Chris is the strongest man in the world. Sorry, Connor. <laughs> she gives it one hand. She takes away with it. Chris is the strongest man in the world in his price range. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. You may have seen him on Tommy Tiernan. <laughs> 
They let anyone on that show, really. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, check it out in the RT player. It's a wonderful interview, and Robbie's interview is also available. Yeah, they let anyone on, indeed, of course. So Chris is going to bless us with a commencement speech to mark this special day. Over to you, Chris. Woo! Um, thanks very much, first of all, for having me down. Like, I do appreciate the invite and coming down. Um, when you said about giving a speech, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to talk about, to be honest. <laughs> but what I did want to talk about today was change. It's one of the things that still frustrates me quite a lot. It's times you wonder, will change happen? Will, will there be enough change happening? How quickly it's going to happen? Um, and for me, about six years ago, I had to make a big change in my life. I was living a heterosexual lifestyle and I was very, very unhappy. Um, and I got to the stage where I made the choice I'd rather have death than to be gay. Um, and I took an overdose. After that, I knew I had to change my life. And this is sort of my journey for change. Um, and a story I wanted to share with you is because uh, this one weekend away in London truly did change my life and, and my look outlook in life. So. Five years ago, I'd never seen myself even standing here being able to give a speech, let alone stand here as an openly gay man. Five years ago, I was a different person. I wasn't a bad person, I just hadn't found myself yet. Five years ago, I stood, I found myself uh, standing alone, exploring London, trying to discover a world where I belonged or I fit it in. And I found myself standing on the street of Soho, outside GAY Bar, waiting to meet a guy that I had friended on Facebook. It was a guy I've been talking to for a while, a really fucking good looking guy, and um, he lived from just outside London himself. And um, I was standing there waiting, uh, there was a group of guys started talking to me and stuff, and I heard a voice saying, hey, how, how are you? And I turned, along, turned around and this, this guy was standing, and um, I turned to find him standing and he was in high heels, fur coat, long hair, and with makeup on, and it shocked me. I come from a small town just outside Belfast, and even though the society that I grew up in isn't an excuse for the narrow-minded mindset that I once had, I felt instantly so uncomfortable being in his company. But he had travelled so far, and we had been friends for a while online, I was never just going to walk away. Instead, we headed on a night out. We had a few bars, then a few clubs, and the night was truly so much fun. He was so much fun. He quickly, I quickly stopped caring about the clothes and the makeup, and I started to see him for who he was. We danced together, walked home with arm's length, and we arrived back to my apartment and he fell asleep. <laughs> he did fall asleep. <laughs> it wasn't that type of thing. <laughs> I remember having two very strong feelings at that time. One was I was looking at him and seeing the most amazing, fun, inspiring, brave and energetic character that I had ever known to that point. And two was the disappointment, shame and the anger that I had towards myself for judging somebody on how they looked or stereotyping or whatever it is you want to call it. And I said to myself, this isn't you. This is you caring what other people think. This is you listening to other people's thoughts and opinions in your head rather than just being yourself and living your own life. I swore to myself with such anger that day that I'd never judge anybody based off society's opinions or their thoughts, that I'd stand tall for everybody who needs it, and I'd love everybody until they do be any harm. The reason I wanted to share the story with you is to one that show you that people can change, stereotypes can be changed, and public opinion will change bit by bit with every conversation that takes place. And two, to realise that helping the people to see the right way and helping people to understand is a huge gift that you can give to someone. On that night out, he gave me the biggest gift anybody could ever give me, and he helped me be me and showed me a whole new world. I will always be thankful towards him and do for others what he's done for me. 
and that's how, in my mind, we make change. Just to finish, I want to share it, and I've never fucking read this with Gurnans, so if I start Gurnans, you should fucking do it. Um, this is, uh, I got married in December uh, to, my, to my husband. And, um, Sort of mid-COVID, we managed to get a, a wee <laughs> slot and we fucking ran for it. And um, I wrote this poem, which I asked my older sister, who's happily married to her wife now, and um, I asked her to read this here at, the, the, at our wedding. Um, it, was, it was something that, that I wrote and asked her to read out. It's called Yesterday. Yesterday I felt afraid. Today I woke excited for what is to come. Yesterday I felt ashamed, and today I'm proud. Yesterday we had a way. Today we walk tall with your hand in mine. Yesterday we were told to hide our love. Today we know it's beautiful. Yesterday I was scared to dream of a future that may never come true. Today I dream of you. Yesterday has made me strong to be the man that you deserve. Yesterday is now our past. Today we are free, free to love, to dream, and to be proud of who we are. Today I begin my life the way it was always meant to be. I think that's it. That is it. Thanks everyone. Thank you. My name is Rebecca Talon de Havilland and I suppose back in the 80s or 90s, you know, I was given a death sentence in 1987. It was AIDS and I was given two, two years to live. So to eventually speak out, I was very scared at first and then I've known Veda for quite some time and then I saw her doing all the U equals U stuff and I just thought, oh my God, this is, this is the Dublin I want to see. And that's why I was so glad to speak out. They've kind of perfectly blended the mix of serious with comedy and lightheartedness and, you know, sadness and tragedy. And they've kind of blended it all in together. And they've kind of created this new community of people who, I suppose, it's allowing people to get to know each other. It's allowing people to mix. It's allowing people to talk. And I think they've really opened up the conversation. And I don't think we have two better ambassadors than Robbie and Veda to do that. So I'm delighted they've done it. Uh, my name is Noah Halpin. You know, I do work a lot in HIV activism and you think you know a lot and you think you know everything and you're finding out every day that you don't every time I listen to the podcast I learn something new but as well it's showed me you know people have shown their vulnerabilities you know but it's also not all doom and gloom there is laughs along the way it shows people living with HIV living their best lives but not forgetting the hardships that have come with it. Hi my name is Luis Noguera and uh, it was a huge impact for me because it was my kind of like coming out as a HIV positive queer man from Latin America living in Ireland telling my old you know my own experience and my old story so it was great. In a kind of roundabout way what really impacted me was the impact that it had on other people and then so much so that they like I've still having people reach out to me to kind of tell me how much how nice it was to see that I haven't seen many met many kind of like uh, pause guys are closeted but just other negative people to be see that it's so it's so eye-opening to hear fresher perspectives on uh, being HIV positive in Ireland in 2021. Well, it really opened my eyes to like the sort of stigma that's there with HIV and AIDS in Ireland. Also, it was amazing to see the community that's also there and to see Veda and Robbie really foster that. I'm Jed Dowling. Um, and I think, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the podcast has had a, a huge impact in that it's bringing the conversation around HIV back onto a footing where people are talking about it in a less clinical setting. Um, and it's something that's really important to be able to discuss things in cultural settings in 
lifestyle settings, in, in anything other than clinical, because that gets more people talking about it. Um, and obviously, I'm very happy to be involved from the standpoint of Dublin Pride as a sponsor of it. It's something that really fits into our remit of sponsoring activities and events that support the community on an individual level and a personal level. I think a lot of the topics touched on by the podcast are things that are usually shrouded in secrecy and shame. Um, sex and HIV and drugs and all those kinds of things. And, um, you know, talking about them and getting them out in the open kind of makes them a little more manageable. So, yeah. I mean, every episode is an eye-opener. I learn something new and it's so moving to hear people's so- stories and I, they're just in my ear for hours and hours and hours. Uh, Robbie and Vader are a good, they're a really good tag team because, you know, if someone makes a joke, the other one kind of comforts in the, in the corner. So, you know, every week I just learn something new. So it's great. My name is Felipe and it's been an amazing experience since after the podcast. And I mean, coming out on the other side of the HIV closet is an amazing like and I think that's us. It is brilliant to see and it's brilliant to see that they're bringing the community together do you know what I mean the, the, the fact that the podcast is set up the way it is the podcast can reach out to so so many people but the fact they're doing wee events like this and actually bringing the listeners face to face like I think that that's almost like a, a safe place that people are know that they're coming together with people that you can relate to and share things with and share stories with so uh, it's brilliant to see that it's just another strand of, of the LGBT community and a great way to bring people together well lot, they've lost lots of friends obviously so lots of people have especially in England you know because we all grew up together and I never thought during that period the 80s and whatever you lose so many friends thank god you, know, you can live with it it's just a tablet every day it's brilliant it feels amazing to have everybody here together you know we don't really get together we interviewed everybody separately and we worked with them separately and the only time we've been together before was for the tea party in the mansion house so it's great to see everybody again and the bonds that we all have with each other it just feels magical yeah it's so funny we always talk about the hiv community but it's not really a community because a community interacts they bond they do things together and that's what we have started to create through our alumni through our tribe and it's been amazing and just to see everyone here having fun we all know we have hiv but like that's not right we're here to bond we're here to be friends we're here to make that community it's incredible